And Russ, of people dancing in the streets of London with Z Germans getting done by Mexico this morning. They are, I have to say, they are very, very happy. Um, you know what, guys? It's been really interesting because Germany's pre-World Cup form was actually pretty ropey. They were scraping through with the odd narrow winning qualifiers and then a couple of iffy performances in their warm-up games. And everyone just thought the Germans had come good and deliver as they do at major championships, as they always kind of do. Obviously, as defending World Cup champions, a quality squad, one that didn't even have the room for one or two brilliant players like Leroy Sane. And I think everyone just thought it would click and they would just resume normal business. So when they didn't, and fair play to Mexico, of course, for a well-taken goal and a, and a well-executed win. Um, yeah, it's not happened. What a shame. Absolutely gutted. <laughs> uh, also, as well, as well, I mean, the other, I guess the other crazy result was that, that that Iceland sort of fairy tale continues to keep going. What's up with Messi? Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Like, it, it wasn't it wasn't the most impressive of penalties, was it? Let's be honest. Yes, it was. It was trying to slot into the corner, but it it lacked that little bit of power and that bit of consistency and direction to just smack it into the corner, even if the keeper guesses the, the right way. So, well done to Iceland. Great story. And you just look at one or two of those big, big teams out there who, who wanted to set their stall out and really make a statement. Uh, and one or two of those top players who wanted to set their stall out and make a statement as well. Ronaldo, brilliant the night before with his hat-trick in that stunning Portugal-Spain game. And then his mate Messi had his chance to shine. And let's be honest, on this occasion, fluffs his lines. And as much as Ronaldo always seems to deliver for Portugal, give or take, as much as he does for his club, Messi, the feeling has always been a bit mixed about him on Argentina duty. He has his moments, but his consistency and his commitment to the national jersey has been questioned. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't his finest hour, so fair play to Iceland as a result. Great goal by Coutinho this morning for Brazil. We looked at the Ronaldo one, a couple of these other free kicks. Russ, does it seem to you the attacking players are getting more bend on this particular brand of football and it could be a good, good tournament for strikers? Yeah, I think you're absolutely spot on there. And also, Kent, to check in Alexander Kolarov's goal as well for Serbia in their win against Costa Rica earlier as well. Another beautifully struck shot, just curling into the corner as well. And, and the feeling was, pre this World Cup, that this ball would be hard to manage. It would be hard to, to really pinpoint those curling little precision efforts. It would fly. It would probably not quite have the kind of striking potential that maybe we were used to and maybe what we expected. So I'm absolutely delighted to see the quality of four or five of the goals so far. And we're only three or four days in this World Cup. We've still got so many more teams to play, so many more brilliant matches to hopefully come. I know there's been the odd dud game and the odd dud moment in matches. I totally get that. But the ball in mind, and I think you raise a very, very good point. Very, very pleased to see the majority of what we've seen so far. And uh, yeah, the Brazilians, not at their absolute best in this first game so far, but good Coutinho strike. And you think about what they have got to bring to the table over the next few weeks. They're still, for me, the absolute standard bearer. You bear in mind struggles with Germany, probably their nearest rival for most in their first game. I think the Brazilians at the moment are laughing pretty loudly, as of course hopefully will England be tomorrow night our time when we have our opener. Yes, so we're going to well, see how it goes against Tunisia. Tell us about we're, it. How does it come good? What's what's yeah? Tell it to How excited is well, the country? What? You know what? The feeling is that even if it's not a star-studded squad, it doesn't have loads of big names in it. It's very young. It's 26, just under for an average age. It's the youngest England squad for ages and the third youngest at the whole World Cup. The idea is that Gareth Southgate is to young guys he knows and trusts from youth level, guys who've performed and done well in the Premier League, and guys, most importantly, that will fit into a system. They'll play this kind of 3 2 
kind of three at the back, wing backs with one defensive player, three sitting in front and then a striker. It's worked pretty well in qualifying. It's worked well in the friendlies. And Southgate, rather than going for big name stars and slotting them in the positions that don't suit, he's gone for the right team, the right players in the right positions, hopefully for the right collective. So, you know what? Even if we get to maybe the quarterfinals for this fledgling England team, there'll be a step up on recent disappointments and recent woes. And for once, there might be solidity and the chance to build for the future have some kind of foundation to really build from, to have an England team that might, guess what, do something one day. 1966 is a long, old time ago. Will the England, the other England team do something at a World Cup in 2019 or will they do something really, really bad? Yeah, what's going on with your rugby? Oh, mate, mate, mate. That was absolutely shocking, wasn't it, yesterday? Let's be honest with you. Great start again. Two good tries. Mikey Brown on the wing and Johnny May again. Super. But beyond that, to not score a point for the final 60-odd minutes of that match and to have a stupid making huge uh, yellow card. Uh, Indecision and and, indiscipline from the likes of the Bunapolis again from Atoje, who's just completely fallen off a cliff compared to how he was playing 18 months ago. Loads of problems, loads of barbed and toxic comments post-match from Eddie Jones. The whole thing is, is really hitting the skids, let's be honest. Five straight test losses, six as we include the Barbarians. I mean, this is a, a torrid run and just reading a lot of the papers, you know, here, and I know the feeling probably with you guys is, is Eddie Jones starting to be on the brink? We know that he has short-term to medium-term success in most places he goes and he's done that with England, fair play to him. But a year on from the World Cup, I'm absolutely shocked at how this has gone and just the fact they didn't have the ball, they didn't use the ball, they didn't control it. They just lacked so much in terms of both ends of the field, attacking defence in the second test. First test was close. They were a little bit unlucky in one sense and took it to the box. This test, you can't argue. And if anything, the situation is eroded by another kind of couple of degrees. So, um, yeah, massive, massive concerns. They really are. How do you watch the Tunisia game tomorrow? Mm. Oh, sorry. Just broke up there, sorry. How are you watching the football tomorrow? Uh, you know what? It's not going to be anything massive. I'm going to be sitting with the family and some extended family because we're actually off for a few days, funnily enough. So we're just making our way out for a little mini holiday. So we're having a bit of a family get-together. Blackpool? There'll be a barbecue. There'll be a few beers. Brighton. And we'll be uh, watching it and cheering on the three lions. I'm, going I'm saying Blackpool. NATO's going Brighton. Brighton. Where, where, is it? where is it? <laughs> Shetlands. The Shetlands. <laughs> I reckon England will do it by a couple of goals. I think I think we'll see like a, about a 2-0 win. Are you, are you taking, is it aggressive family holiday in Amsterdam? Where are you going to? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is just up in Cumbria. It's at the in-laws. It's up, uh, it's up in the, the, the very, very wilds of northwest England up on the Scottish border, this one, boys. So it's uh, a little bit more relaxed than the aggressive stag do in Amsterdam, believe you me. So, uh, no. <laughs> the well-travelled Russ Hargreaves. Yeah.